Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to The Spilled Tea, your place for the latest on pop culture, entertainment news, and LGBT issues. Now, here are your hosts. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of The Spilled Tea. I am one of your hosts. Emmy, and I have Michael on the line. Say hello, Michael. Hello. And we have Kyle Ann shuffling papers or doing something over there. <laughs> Hi. Sorry. <laughs> She's probably going through her, her men's calendar. No, I'm updating, I'm updating my living will. <laughs> oh. Trying to figure out which men to come over. <laughs> <laughs> What a great start to the day. <laughs> and he didn't say no either. He didn't. I, I think no I'm telling the truth. I only speak the truth. Hello. Um, so before I get to my stories, there are multiple. Um, cool. How was your week then, Kyle? Um, my week has been, it's been a little bit of good and bad. As you okay. Know, well, as you know, I'm going through some work stuff going on. I won't go into detail about it, but um, mm-hmm. I just I just got some kind of upsetting news about a job lead, which was kind of bumming me out. But mm-hmm. uh, other other than that, it, maybe it's going to rejuvenate me to kind of like kickstart what I really want to do and um, keep mm-hmm. that moving. Um, so there's that. And then, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. And then, um, you know, it was a nice weekend so far, just spending time with friends and stuff. So, you know, and telling too many people about the guy crush I have with somebody at work, so. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But isn't that that's a good week? That's good. What? <laughs> um, what about you, Michael? Well, also, just to let you know, the last time you were going something with work, you were going through it, you ended up moving to New York, so just saying, keep the faith, hon. I w- thank you. That's I, I like the positive attitude and energy. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And Michael? Well, I mean, work's been all right. I mean, it's been there. And uh, so I won't talk too much about that. But since we last talked, I have I've got to see Madonna in concert in Detroit last uh-huh. Thursday. Or I guess Thursday before last Thursday. Um, I toured the Motown Museum in Detroit, which made my day because I love the Supreme. And last night, I saw Joy Behar perform stand-up in Jamestown, New York. I drove out there to, to, to see her show, and I was in the third row. And it was very good. So I had some good things happen. So, yeah. Wow. So I've been, I've been well. Sounds good. And I saw some, some onesie pictures. Oh, you saw what that? What was that all about? Um, um, yeah, dear. I think everyone <laughs> saw that. I mean, it's, not, it's just an embarrassing. I don't know. So if any of you have... 
never owned a onesie as an adult. I don't, and that's not even the proper term because when I hear onesie, I just think of, you know, like the, what a baby wears. And this is not what a baby wears. But it's basically one piece. It's a pajama jumpsuit, if you will. And Wait, are you, so are like, you a Mormon? What's it? No, 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 no. <laughs> don't they wear onesies underneath their clothes? <laughs> no, these are... These are available at Target. You at should Target, know, they're... girl. Didn't you take off your clothes last week? Whoa, whoa. Didn't um, you know? No, and, and, I just, and, and all I did was go out to, to dinner with a friend of mine, Katrina, and we came home to watch a movie. And I said, I'm going to slip into something more comfortable. And she said, get it. And so I went in and I put on my onesie and I came out. And she laughed at me and then asked if I had a second one. And I don't, but I have a Snuggie. So then I offered her the Snuggie and those <laughs> that, that you may have seen on Facebook. Oh. Yeah. Honey, so, just to please. let you know, when people say they want to slip into something more comfortable, it's usually lingerie or a thong. <laughs> I mean, I'm just putting that out that there in case, you, or, in or, case or, you get a man. Or, or a coverlet. <laughs> or yeah. <laughs> a coverlet, yeah. Mm, mm, something okay. sexy. Not coming mm-hmm. out being like, this is my onesie. You want to rock her? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> just saying, well, hon, I just want to give you tips. I don't want you out there, you know, and no, be like, oh, Emmy never told me. Well, guess what? This guy told you. Well, you know, it reminds me, <laughs> yeah. of, it reminds me of that episode of the Golden Girls where Rose didn't know what to get Miles for his birthday, and Blanche talked her into, you know, getting a, a sexy photo, you know, taken, and asked her to, you know, wear, wear something nice that she'd like to go to bed in, and she showed up in her flannel nightgown, and Blanche made fun of her as well. Okay. Well, so. Kyle would be Blanche, and you would be Robert. There you go. I'm there it is. <laughs> there it is. And scene. Um, exciting stuff. Wow, girl. Um, so and you I met some people famous, right? Uh, yes. I didn't actually meet them. Let's just clarify. I choked, and I took a picture <laughs> with them. So here's what happened. I'm getting all cutesy, bootsy, babalootsy, standing in line with my new wig and being all cute and popping my lip gloss. And I keep thinking to myself, all right, so when I get up there, I'm going to say to Jonathan, you're not wearing your red dress and your white carnation, but I can still recognize you. I'm trying to be all, like, cool and calm about it. So they're taking... There's 500 people here standing out front of the store. They're taking people 25 at a time. I was number two, what was it, 246 or something like that? Or two six? no, I was 267. So the, they came, I got there at 11. They showed up right at 1. The event started at 1. I got in there by like 130, 145. It was like that quick they were doing things. So I'm looking all sexy, too. I have this, like, sleeveless platform shirt with um, a little, like, see-through panel down the middle. I was, like, looking all kinds of sexified. And um, I've never looked that sexy in my entire life. So I was a little nervous and insecure about the shirt, you know, showing a little bit too much boobage than I am comfortable for. And... um. So I finally get up to the line, and the guy takes, he has, obviously he has two hands. His body is faced like um, with his bubble butt towards me, but he's on the side. He, he reaches for my 
phone, my camera phone, with his left hand, but he already has a phone in his right hand. So he gives that phone to the the girl taking the picture and takes my phone and puts it in his his other hand. So I'm like, oh, you have a system? He's like, yeah. I'm like, mm, it's friendly. So then it's my turn. I walk, I start to walk up, and the woman says, no, that's his phone. And I thought she was talking about me. So I'm like, oh, my God. She totally outed me. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I'm just thinking, like, holy shit. I, 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 can't, I can't do this. I got to leave. But I'm already up there, and there's a crowd of people watching, and there's a line. So I'm like, <sighs> so I start walking up, and she totally wasn't talking about me, but I thought she was. Walk up to the podium. I'm about to step up, and Drew, like, Jonathan's staring at me, like, giving me, like, the death stare. I don't know if it was, like, ooh, you're hot, or what the fuck is going on. He just stared at me. And then Drew walks up, and he's like, hi, nice to meet you, and he shakes my hand, and I'm like, hi, how are you going? And I put my head down and <laughs> I walk on stage. <laughs> I walk on stage, stand between them, take the picture. Now my phone is on silent, so I don't know what's going on. The girl's just standing there, staring at us with a smile on her face, and I'm like, "What is she smiling at? Is the picture done?" Like I'm like, eh, with this frozen smile, <laughs> and then she's like, "Okay." I go, "Okay," and I turn to Jonathan. And I'm like, "Thank you," and he goes, "You're welcome," and I left. And I was like, oh, my God. And then I looked at the picture and realized why she was laughing her ass off. They looked like a deer in headlights. But that is the story behind the picture. I completely was off my game. And I was so pissed. And, of course, when I got home, I saw all these pictures of them being, like, jokey, funny with other people. So I don't know if you guys remember or even if I talked about it with you guys, but I was thinking of not going. The reason I decided to go was because Jonathan tweeted me, like, the night before. So I was like, oh, fine, I'll go. So um, I Instagrammed the picture. I did it. I looked like a deer in headlights. <laughs> Put it out there. I tagged Drew and Jonathan. Drew goes on Insta and says, still a great picture. And I'm like, oh, my God, he's in love with me. But he can't be in love with me because he has a girlfriend. <laughs> oh, my God, this is so weird. That's why Jonathan was all weird because he likes me. Oh, my God, this is, like, so crazy. So, um, yeah. So that's where I was. Um, the Saturday before that, just to back up, I, um, like, last Saturday. So you guys know that Rose moved out. I decided mm-hmm. to go to the basement and because my landlord's like, oh, come to the basement. If you go to the basement and you see anything that you like, go ahead and take it for the condo. Go ahead. Decorate. I don't care. So while I'm down there, I saw stuff from the third floor. So it's like, hey, call them up. Can I borrow some of your stuff? It's just for the condo. We're not moving out and taking it with us. I just wanted to decorate our place. Yep. So I was busy doing that. This is just a side note. It has nothing to do with the um with the Property Brothers, but so my condo is finally decorated and it feels lived in. I don't know if you guys saw the pictures on Facebook, but it's so much homier now. It's like so mm-hmm. inviting and you walk in and some, it feels like someone's lived here. It doesn't feel like a dorm. I just, I don't mm-hmm. know, I love it. Um, then the other thing that happened, um, first of all, can I just say being a girl sucks. It really sucks. <laughs> 
because you have to keep track of every freaking thing you do. Um, I don't even want to talk about the dating right now. Straight men are so aggressive, much more aggressive than gays, if, that, if you can believe that. But um, so I went to Taco Tuesday like normal. And when I go into Taco Tuesday, I don't take my whole damn purse because that thing is huge. I just take my wallet. So I got in my car, threw my wallet, which I thought was in my bag, drove home, came in, and let me just be honest. I was, like, doing my hair, my wig, from, like, 7 at night to, like, 10.30. I'm not going to lie. I was straightening it and combing it. It's a long time. Shut up. So, um, like, when girls say, I can't go out, I'm washing my hair, that's, like, a real thing. Okay. So, um, so my bedroom's in the front, and all of a sudden I hear a smash and footsteps running, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? I look outside, and my driver's side window was smashed open. Oh. I'm like, what the hell? This was right at my front door, like, of my apartment. So, I go outside, and I'm like, what the hell's going on? Todd, where are you doing, girl? Recycling. Oh, sounds like you're shuffling cars. Like, are you at the casino, girl? Sorry, I'll, I'll, this I'll, one I'll mute. Recycling. <laughs> this girl's on, she's playing the blackjack table. Went big, girl, went big. Um, so, I'm cleaning up the glass. I'm like, why would somebody break into my car. Oh, my God, Rose did it. She put a hit out on me. That's what happened. And I'm just going through these scenarios, and I am just I felt so uneasy because now I have a trash bag for a window. How am I going to get to work? I, I was a mess. I wasn't, like, crying or anything like that. I was just like, oh, this sucks. This really sucks. And so um, I was like, you know what? If someone's going to steal my car, because they could come back and steal it, they're going to steal it. I, I Whatever. So I went to bed. I woke up the next morning and I was like, hmm, I need something out of my wallet. Let me get my wallet for my purse. My wallet wasn't there. I was like, oh, then it's in the car. Oh, that's why they broke in. I must have, when I got out of the car, my, my wallet must have fell out by the driver's side. So I called my upstairs neighbor because I had to take the whole day off and get some stuff done. And he's like, people in our neighborhood walk up and down the sidewalks to see what's left in cars. And if they see really? something of value, they'll break the window. Mm-hmm. So, um, again, I don't, you- I mean, I don't know if that's what happened, uh-huh. but I'm kind of sure. So I had to file a police report which was nothing like going down. When I went down there, I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to see a hot cop. You know what? I, like, pinned my hair back all cutesy booty. I got my, like, <laughs> makeup done. I did it when, the, when the, um, I thought the hot um, guy was going to come do my car because I called my insurance company. and they had, There was this short guy that came. I was like, oh, shit, I did my makeup for this. And then I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to the police station. Girl, you better look cute. Girl, you got to go like on. Show. Nope. <laughs> nope. I walked up. There was a window. This this really nice black woman took my statement. She gave me a police report, and I was done. I walked out. I was like, oh, I didn't even get to meet an Elliot Stabler. This sucks. This day sucks. And um, here's the kicker. 
not only do they steal, you know, the obvious things, my license, my debit card, but they, I carry my whole life in my wallet. So they okay. stole my social security card. Oh. And, You yeah. keep that in your wallet? I did. I did. Oh, no. Um, something that I didn't do before because David had it somewhere else. David had it in a day planner. But Emily thought, I'm consolidating. I don't need the day planner. I can keep that in my wallet. Uh-huh. Yeah, Emily's not too bright. Bitch. She's so stupid. Um, yes, she is a girl. So, no. She is a girl. But she drives good, though. Um, she's a good driver still. Um, and then, this is what pisses me off even more. And I know this is going to be petty. Even more than anything, this pisses me off. I won a Subway gift card on Monday. They fucking stole oh. it. Oh. How so much pissed. was it for? I mean, it was for five bucks. Still, though, that's a special thing. Okay, a thief, uh. a thief needs a $5 foot long. <laughs> Girl. Um, so what they did was they also stole... Did you have any money in there? <laughs> $7. Oh, they well, also got, stole got, my HSA card. I know. <laughs> they stole my HSA card, which is, if you don't know what an HSA card is, it's a health spending account card. The oh. idiots did this. Oh, okay. They went down, they, they ran from my apartment, took the bus to the next T-stop over, and bought a Charlie Pass. Um, which is a metro, you, you call it in New York a metro card. These people are dumb. Here's why. When you use someone's credit, you use a credit card to buy uh-huh. a Charlie Pass, you put that credit card on that account. You dumb idiot, number one, linked my card to your card, which has a number. And number two, there are cameras everywhere on the T. So now that I filed the police report, we're going to catch them. But it's like, you're so stupid. And I'm like, I'm so glad that these, these people are dumb. I'm so glad. So, um, yeah, I was a little pissed. But then I was like, oh, they're so stupid. I love it. So um, hopefully this won't happen to anybody else. Mm-hmm. And then something else. Oh, yeah. And then on Wednesday, I got to interview a local um, radio personality named Santi Diolio, who is one of the sexiest Dominican men I've ever seen in my entire life. But he um, was recently let go from the the local Boston radio station here, along with his host, um, Ramiro Torres. So it was nice to talk to Santi and get his side of things. And plus, Santi and I had this, like, little beef, I guess. I don't know. I thought it was, like, like... Don't you know how I don't like Emma Roberts and Leah Michelle? I, it's like my uh, yeah, my hatred yeah. for them. So it's like I thought that I was this little person. They didn't know, and I had this beef with them. But they didn't, it was like having a beef with somebody, but they don't have a beef with you because they don't know who the hell you are. Right. And Santi actually knew who I was, and he understood why I was mad. So, so yeah, it was um, it was good. Um. Then what else did I do? Oh, I bought my first pair of heels. That was so exciting. You heard what? We bought what? Pair of heels. Oh. I bought orange suede heels from um, 
pay less for $12. Thank you. That's $12 a foot. Yes. And let me tell you, <laughs> glam was on. Now, I'm 5'8", or so I thought. When I put on these heels, I'm 6'1", so I found out that I'm actually 5'9", because I stood next to my 6'2", um, my 6'2 roommate, and he's like, oh, my God, you're almost eye level. I'm like, oh. I kept wondering, because I also bought black boots that, are, that have, like, a four-inch heel, and I wanted to break them in. So yesterday, all day long, I went to the grocery store, I went to the movies, I went to my eye doctor, and I'm just stomping around in these heels. And straight guys, a couple of them did the whole, like, watch me walk by and then watch me leave kind of thing. I'm like, oh, my God, I must look so cute today. No, it's the fact that I was like a fucking giant. That's why they were staring oh. at me. They, <laughs> they, were thought, like, they, they thought you were beautiful, too. Um, I don't know. I, I can never read. I can never read, guys. Huh. But um, and just to wrap up my, my story, because this is, like, really long. Um, I started dating. I put myself out there on the dating websites. I have myself on Match and um, Match and OK Cupid. I tried okay. Tinder and I tried like even Grinder. They have like you can identify yourself as trans. Well, we all know how the Grinder thing went. Yeah, um, Emily's much more of a prude than David ever was. Like. Her prudishness has, like, reached new levels. Um, <laughs> she should probably be a nun at this point. Um, but so I had to delete that. It was just not good. Um, a lot of sexual stuff. But um, Tinder, uh, they didn't read my profile. So they would say stuff like, oh, you're so beautiful. And they would ask me on dates, and then I'm like, you read my profile, right? Oh, no, I didn't. Mm, cool. Oh. And then I started getting, like, I two days into it, I think I installed it on a Saturday, and then on Sunday, right before I was going to go see the Property Brothers, I um I got a message. You've been reported too many times. We're blocking your account. And, like, reported for what? Oh, okay, got it. I just deleted the app. Huh. Um. Matt Wait, what did you get reported for? I don't know. I think I think they just reported me for I don't know. I don't know what I they didn't say. It didn't say. Oh. It didn't say. So I'm guessing a little bit of transphobia there. I'm uh-huh. guessing. That that's the only thing I can do. Um Matt has been a little bit hit or miss. Um there's this one wackadoodle um that told me that he wasn't interested. Like, he has a limit. He thinks trans women are pretty, but he's not interested to date them. And I said, well, you still sound like a nice guy. I have straight friends. If you want to be friends, that's cool. He goes, okay. He's like, but you know what? That last picture you posted, you could really, you know, you could really change my mind. And I'm like, uh, what? How can I change your mind? You, You said you're not interested. I know, but maybe if you tell me enough times, I could be interested. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, wait a minute. I'm I'm confused. Are you interested or aren't you? He goes, no, but, I mean, if I meet a girl and she's not my type and she keeps telling me that I'm her type, then she becomes my type. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I've never heard of that before. 
He's like, well, I'm a different kind of guy. I'm like, yeah, you are. And it seems it like he like it seems exactly. like he is interested, but he can't admit that he's interested. So he wants he, he wants to I put that him. on you. Yeah. Right. And so I finally told him that, and he's like, well, no, I'm not interested. And I'm like, oh, okay, then then let's just stick with friends. He's like, why? I mean, don't you don't you want to work for me? I'm like, wait, what the hell? It was the most confusing conversation I've ever had in my entire life. And I finally, you know me, I finally said, you know what? I think I'm going to let you go now. I, I think I'm good. And he's like, you know, if I spend money, if I'm thinking about spending money on a girl, I'm going to put work into getting to know her. And you're not putting any work into getting to know me. I'm like, yeah, bye-bye. That was the most confusing thing I've ever experienced. So it kind of soured me from going on match, but I paid for a month already. Um, I'm getting a lot of older guys, like mm, 50 up. And mm. it's kind of creepy to me because a lot of people say, oh, you look 25, oh, you look 24, and you have this 50-year-old hitting on me. So it's a little weird. I don't know how to take that, but... And then there was a 60-year-old that hit on me. And I'm like, what are you going to do, boo? Use your AARP card and take me out to dinner? Like, what's going to happen there? Like, that's <laughs> weird. So, anyway. Um, so, yeah, that's been my life the past week. Um, I, also I have a did, question. I, yes, go ahead. Oh, I have a question about about your heels. So, since you were telling that story, I've been okay. on the phone walking around in my apartment on my tiptoes. You know, just trying to, like, what does this feel like? <laughs> and you can feel it in your calves, like, a lot. So, I mean, it's like yeah. exercise. Like, do you, I mean, <laughs> I can handle walking around at home. Maybe that should be my new exercise. I don't know. I just wondered if you, if you felt that and how it, how you adjusted to it. Like, is it, does it feel normal now? Or is it still kind of awkward? Okay. So, my orange heels are size 12. They, they're loose when I have them on. Okay. But the toe, like, I have wide feet. So it's like it squishes them together by the by the toes. That's hard okay. to walk around in. I've done that around the house. My boots, um, they're, they're booties. They're like ankle boots. They're high okay. heels, but they go. I, I decided to get a size bigger. I went, I went and got a 13. Payless has size up to 13, by the way. Okay. Those are the most comfortable shoes I have ever had in my entire life. Yes, they're heels. And yes, huh. I'm getting a good calf workout. But it's not, like, so bad, like, oh, my God, my dogs are barking. It's not like that. Okay. They have, like, a wide foot um, width, and they're a size bigger, so I got to wear socks with them. Oh, my God, so comfortable. Hmm. I can't walk as fast as I normally do when I have flats on because I'm a hard walker, and I walk really fast. So I slow down and stuff, and I'm nervous about going up hills and stuff. But... um it's fine. I'm I'm totally fine. I'm actually going to wear them today because I'm going to see my landlord at his um, lake house in Lynn, and I'm going to put them on again just to break them in. So. Yeah. Okay. Um. Good question, though. That's that's that. I you know what I forgot to ask throughout this whole process. What questions do you guys have for me, if any? Um. Like in regards to what? My transition. Well, how about this? I'll put this out there. If you have okay. any questions, ask me. I don't care. I'll answer. 
I'm I'm comfortable with you guys. So um, I'm learning a lot, as well as everything else. Okay, well, I, I have a question then. Go. So okay. I I am fascinated by wigs. Like I, mm-hmm. I don't I I I don't understand how they stay on your head. And I know Whitney Houston. We never saw her real hair. Everything was a wig. Mm-hmm. Um, how mm-hmm. how does it how does a wig like I understand extensions and weaves and how that all works in but like just a regular old wig yeah. like how does that sit on your head in the wind when you were walking down the street? So I don't know about Whitney and stuff because I have I just started wearing wigs and so I can comment on these wigs. The wigs okay. that I bought they have combs inside, so they have oh. a cap in, underneath to keep the wig on, but they have a okay. comb. They have a comb in the front, and they have a comb in the back. So you okay. push the comb forward on the front and up in the back. And then they have a side panel to go over your sideburns, and boom, oh. you, you have hair. That's your hair. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And it doesn't move. I mean, the wind will blow it, but it doesn't, like if someone pulls on it, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt because right. the combs are in your, the roots of your real hair. So if someone right. pulls your wig, it's, it's going to take out a chunk of your own hair. So Okay. Other, um, so that's the wig that I have now. My other wig, my first wig, had actually three combs, one on each temple and then one in the back. And that was, like, so secure. I mean, I was Beyonce shaking that thing, and it wouldn't move. So. Hmm. Okay. Yep. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Kyle Ann, do you have any questions? Um, not right now. I mean, I'm sure I, I know that okay. you're very open and stuff, so if I have any questions, I'm, you know, you know the first, you're the first person I'm going to go to. Okay, cool. And I can't, and I just want to let you know, I don't know everything about transitioning. I know that sounds weird because I'm going through it. I only know my experience. I don't right. know about, like, what other people go through. I feel so bad when I hear these horror stories. It just, like, breaks my heart. But um, Also, I get a lot of emails from people that I know that I've been friends with for decades. And one of them, um, I posted, I don't know if you guys saw this, but I, you know, finally addressed it. Because one of my friends like, you have taken more selfies in a month than you've ever taken in your entire life. And I said to them, you know, I said in the post, you know, the reason why I'm doing this is because a lot of kids follow Instagram. And if I'm taking these posts and tagging trans is beautiful or something to do with trans, these kids are going to see it and they're going to maybe be inspired. And maybe one of them will say, you know what, I'm not going to hurt myself because this person at 39 and I'm 15 Maybe if I get older, my family will support me and my friends and my coworkers, and I can have this fabulous life. And let me just tell you something else, and I'm not, like, trying to put myself on blast, but it's not very expensive. Like, the, the long wig that I have that's so beautiful and everybody's been responding to cost me $30, okay? Mm-hmm. Like I told you, my, my orange heel cost me $12, or $12. So, and some of the shirts that I bought, I bought five shirts. Altogether, that was $50. Like, it's not expensive to do what I'm doing. It's just you've got to be a bargain hunter, and I've always been a bargain hunter. David was a bargain hunter. Emily was a bargain hunter. So, yeah. um, 
So I'm getting these emails from people like, oh, I, I get it now. Keep doing it. But I also got um, one of my friends who, his name is Tim. He is a guy's guy. He was two grades ahead of me in high school. Very, like, sports, into all, like, Massachusetts sports. Bruins, Celtics, Pats, Red Sox, drinks beer, like, owns his own auto place. He's like, so I guess I'm still new to all this, but I'm getting it. And what he's saying is he's never been exposed to a trans woman in his entire life. I was the only gay person he ever knew, I think, I think, or maybe the first. So I'm definitely the only trans person he knows. So he's saying, I love you, I accept you, but it's still a learning experience for me. And so I had one of our other friends say, you know, you got people like Tim you're the first, you're going to teach him, you know, and I'm like, wow, I didn't even think of that. So, I don't know, I'm just having such a great experience, and I just want to thank you two, obviously, and everybody else for who's supported me, and as brave as I am, it is brave for you guys to stand up and say, I support you, because a lot of people in the past have gotten killed for supporting other things, so. Mm. Anyways, um, let's move on to other topics. Um, I'll start with Michael. Do you have any other? T- do you have any topics that you would like to talk about today? Because I didn't have anything. I just wanted to catch up with you guys, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, the only one that I really thought of, I was kind of telling you before we went on air, was um, the Danny Pintaro from Who's the Boss? You know, he's come out as uh-huh. HIV positive and has been for the past 12 years. And so he's been... Uh, trying to become a new advocate and go on this little speaking tour and kind of, you know, bring awareness uh-huh. to it that, you know, and I think something cool about that is that, you know, a lot of times when people, you know, take this platform, they're, they're newly diagnosed. Or in, and, and, and what right. I really like about him is that he's been diagnosed for 12 years and, and what it, yep. for whatever reason he didn't feel comfortable talking about it before, but he's kind of showing you that 12 years I've had this and I'm doing fine and I'm married and I'm happy. And so, I mean, you, it kind of shows like what, you know, that it doesn't have to be the end of anything. So I really appreciate that about him. But he's been going on these talk shows and, you know, news stories and everything and being interviewed, and he went on The View last week or two weeks ago, maybe at this point. And I know number one. Yes, but they they, sometimes (laughs) they make me mad. And so they had Cameron Bure, you know, not Bjorn, as I initially thought, uh, and we know what we think about her. And her and Raven Mm -hmm. Simone, they they had those two interview him. And, oh, how cute. Oh, we child stars. Look at that. This could be kind of good. But at the same time, Uh-oh. you're kind of like, ooh, you are nervous in the back of your mind because it's Candace Cameron and he is HIV positive. Like, let's just say he was just gay. You know, already you're nervous. Then you add this on top of that. What's she going to say? And so it went all right in the beginning. And then Candace says to him, and I pulled up the quote because I don't want to put words in her mouth. I want to tell you exactly what she said. And she said, oh, no. I want to know, do you – do you take responsibility for your actions, for being promiscuous, going into a lifestyle of having heightened sex because of the mess you were using? That is what she asked him on TV. Hey. Um, and, of course, hey. he, he's still learning, too, I will say, you know, and, and, you know, how to combat questions like that and how to kind of, I don't want to say be defensive, but, you know, correct people when they ask you things. And so he kind of said, you know, yes, I do, and I want to be an example and all this. So it kind of, his response, made it seem like it was okay for her to ask it that way. And I just get so upset at, at her in general because, like, it's clearly 
I don't know. If you if you watch the interview, it's like three minutes. It's not, you can find the, the the link on YouTube or somewhere. But uh, just I just like watching her face the whole time. It was like, oh, this is not going to end well. And then Raven, who she's oh dear, know. oh dear, I, I, <laughs> I do I do oh, love Raven. Dear. I do. You know, she <laughs> I feel she is young and and she's moldable. So she says a lot of dumb things, but when you call oh, her, God, on it, what she doesn't she get say? mad. You know. She says, okay. I think it has her quote, too. Um, oh, I don't want to. Oh, she, okay, so she says, uh, I have a question for your husband. Please tell me if this is too personal. Uh, and then she, you know, they zoom in on his husband in the front row, and she's like, I have a question for you. You guys have been together for three and a half years. Do you have protected or unprotected sex? And he clearly oh, looks dear. uncomfortable. I, I mean, like, he's just there to support Dan, and he's in the front row, and then, the, like, the camera goes right. to him, and she's saying, like, do you protect yourself or not? Um, I don't know. I feel that there were there was a lot better there were better ways questions could have been asked. But at the end of the day, I don't even know what to say. Um, so I don't really know what to say. I just wanted to put that out there and see if you had heard about that or if you just wanted to get on the the bandwagon. Let's be mean to Candace because she makes me so angry. But well, I just wanted I'm, to bring I'm that up. I'm going to say it. Yeah. I'm going to say it because you're all thinking it, especially Kyle. Raven in her mouth. That's so Raven. I mean, <laughs> I wasn't thinking that, but I like it. <laughs> you totally were in the back of your head. <laughs> what is wrong with this girl? I mean, I, Candace, I expect it from her now because this is also the girl mm-hmm. that says that she's submissive to her husband. Like her husband uh-huh. makes the final decision in everything. And I'm right. not saying that she's like saying she's meek, but she basically is saying that, you know, he's the last word in her house. I can understand her saying that because I expect it from her. Raven, girl, girl, get it together. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's none of your damn just, business if they're safe or not. Right. Uh, I just felt that for um, for the majority, I don't I hope it's not the majority, but you know, for those in America mm. who don't quite understand everything. This could have been a, mm-hmm. a good time to talk about, you know, viral loads yes. and who's undetectable and yes. like that there's intricacies yes. to it. It's not just this or that. And, and rape. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. And Raven also said, you know, she she was trying to educate, you know, and this is the part where I like I give her a little mm. flag because she was trying mm. to film form and like he's talking about HIV and then she jumps and said, and just so everybody knows here, there's lots of different ways to get AIDS. You know, she didn't even differentiate between HIV and AIDS, and that was a good point where she could have as well. So. I don't know. So it left a lot to be desired. But um, some of the reviews I was reading, or reviews, or commentaries, criticisms, were, were, you know, if he continues on this line of work as he wants to, he's going to have to kind of learn how to, you know, because you're going to keep getting questions like these. And um, Mm. you're going to want to be able to really speak for yourself and educate people. So learning curve for everybody. I love how the response is like, if you continue to do this, you're going to run into stupid people. That's basically what they're saying. I mean, yeah, pretty much. That's basically what they're saying. Kyle, what are your thoughts on? Well, I mean, I did kind of read a little bit about it, and I mean, granted, Cameron could have <laughs> phrased it a little bit differently and not look so disgusted by it all. The mm. ra- the Raven question, I mean, that honestly is none of your. I mean, I would have probably even turned it around. It's like, do you? I mean, it's none of her business. Right. I mean, don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. Whether I mean whether people are thinking, oh, I wonder if they. Maybe people shouldn't be thinking about their sex life, you know? Right. It's like right. that's none of their business. That, that has nothing to do with what it is. It's like a parent, I mean, right. if he's got he's got a husband, they're together, he's open about, like, 
he's HIV positive, all this other stuff. Um, I think it's between them two to decide mm-hmm. what you can and can, and that's that's their. You know, that's just like none of your business. That's right. like you know any talk right. show. I think, hi, oh, hi, Sarah. You know, Sarah Jessica Park. It's so nice to meet you. Do you and Matthew Broderick have unprotected or safe sex? I mean, it's like mm-hmm. it's none of it's none of your epic business, and it's like. Granted, sometimes I can be a little bit of a hothead. I could about imagine my, my cool being thrown up off and just think, no, that's okay. I always put a glove over, I suck his cock. You know, and just like seeing how many times I can get You know? <laughs> it's just. See, if I was Danny, I would have said, um, I'm sorry. I would have said, just like Kyle, do you have unprotected sex with your girlfriend? I would have asked her that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I think what, what, I think he took the high road and just made it. He, it did, he didn't let it. Um, fluster him because he could have right. come across as looking as the the bad one after all this other stuff. So I think mm, I didn't really true. see the article, I didn't see the interview, but I think he took the high road and came out looking like he was unfazed by all this, so it wouldn't make a big impact on TV to someone like, oh, look at him, he's working. You know, it it could easily spin mm. that way. So it's like I think he did the right thing of just kind of like mm. addressing it, you know, and just moving on. So very true. That's a good point. Yeah, you know. Um, but I think Kyle hit on something that's insanely important. You know what, Dad? There are certain things... Oh, good girl. (laughs) Um, you hit on a topic, girl, not a boy, because they're together. Um, so there are certain things we have questions and we have things that are unspoken that we probably don't want to vocalize. And sticking with this... That's so Raven theme. Um, she said something that I did find oh. out. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, don't you? Yes. She said something that you probably shouldn't say vocally, but everybody has thought about it. Everybody has talked about it. But And it's something that's well known, but you just don't say it on national TV. So this, this hookup, she said... I will not hire anyone named Watermelon Drea. She doesn't like black names. Raven Hyphen Simone does not like black names. Um, uh, I, I don't, I don't know why she would say something like that. Um, I don't know what the point was. She made herself look very racist to her own people. Oh, actually, no, she's not racist because she's she's American. She ain't even black. Forget it. Um, Kyle, Kyle Ann, what are your thoughts? The thing is, it's like, why are you punishing someone for what their parents called them, you know? I mean, Thank you. You know, granted, I didn't even think grand, of that. I will say, if my name was Watermelon, I probably would change it eventually and then uh, give my <laughs> parents grief. However... You know, sometimes maybe someone's like, no, this is my name. This is what my parents call me. I'm just going to embrace it. It doesn't mean you have – doesn't automatically mean some woman named Watermelon is some idiot. You know, it does not mean that. You right. cannot judge a person by their name. And it's like, I'm sorry, this was their given name from their parents. They didn't choose it. I'm sorry. We have a choice to choose our names if we want to. Some people do go through those, you know, um, name change. So it's like I, I go by my middle name, and it's not because, you know um, – you know, whenever people find out that my first name is James and I go by Kyle, they say, oh, when did you start going by Kyle? It's like, uh, 
when I was born, and my parents have always called me that. I mean, I didn't choose to all oh. of a sudden be Kyle. Some people thought, it's like, oh, you choose the cooler name. It's like, no, I didn't freaking choose my name. That's, That's my name. My parents, you know, James, like, it's Catholic, it's the saint name in front of it. They, my brother and I both go by our middle names. It wasn't by choice. If my That's parents called me thing. James yeah. or Jamie or whatever, mm-hmm. I'd probably be that to this day. You know, that didn't mm-hmm. really affect me. You know, it's like, that's just right. my name. And honestly, it's like when, um, I was going in, when I was in school, the teachers would mm-hmm. call me by my first name, you know, you know, when you first start school. Right. And I would always raise my hand. Right. It's like, excuse me, can you call me Kyle? You know, because that's my name. But it's like, Diva no, from I mean, the start. for her to say something like that is just, it's just stupid. Asinine. Come on. Know the person. Don't, I mean, granted, you may, and the sad thing is, you may get a resume that says that on the name, but it's like look beyond the name and see what accomplishments mm-hmm. and experience this person has before you go, oh, watermelon? No. You know? Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's it's just kind of, um, yeah. Well, a couple of things. I thought your name was Kyle Ann. I'm, like, shocked right now. Um, <laughs> I thought that was your first no, name. No, the Ann is silent. Oh, got it, got it. Kind of like du- kind of like Wayne, but the D is spelled like Dwayne, but the D is silent. I got it, girl. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> second, oh, yeah, I've, I've come across that before. So the second thing is a lot of Southern people do that. Um, I was David Michael O'Quinn, and I was always Michael in our family. They always called me Michael. It's like a, I don't, it's a weird Southern thing. I don't get it, but hmm. whatever. Um, but just like you said, I didn't even think of that, Kyle. That's not Watermelon Drea's fault that she's named Watermelon Drea. No. That's not her fault. That's her parents' fault. They were on some, some good shit. They were on some good push <laughs> when they were naming this baby. That's not, like, that's on them. You know, so look at her resume. See what she's got look, going for Look at who Watermelon she is. Drea yeah. could have worked for the president, you know. And exactly. And here you are bypassing her. What if somebody said to her, you know what, her name is Raven-Simone. Oh, I don't, I don't want to deal with that. Or I don't want to deal with somebody wearing purple lipstick. No, she's too crazy. I don't want to deal with somebody shaving their whole head except leaving the top looking like longhorn leghorn. I don't want to deal with that. <laughs> Go away. You know, she oh. would be pissed and she would call discrimination. So it's like, what are you doing? I don't know. And white people have weird names too. Yes, um, yes. Jason Lee named his kid Pilot, Pilot Inspector. Inspector. Yes, dumb. With a K dumb. instead of a C. Like, come on. White people aren't, aren't immune from weird names. I've heard some of the weirdest names from white people as well. We just are a little bit more creative. You know, <laughs> we name our kids Hennessy, and we name our kids Chardonnay because we want them to grow up with some style and class. Okay? Don't knock us. Yes. And then Spanish people name their kids, you know, purificación, you know, purification, which I don't understand why you would name their, your child that. But, hey, it, it's a cultural thing. Get with it. You know, I can't even pronounce some of the Asian names, but I'm not going to say, oh, my friend is, like, stupid, you know, like, could have a really good education, you know. So, um, Michael, what are your thoughts yeah. on so- this? So I, as I said to you before, like I, you know, I've, I've tried to watch the view daily, but I, I did not see this episode. So I just looked up the uh, 
the quote so I could figure out like exactly what was said. And, um, so this article on our found. Oh my says, God, Michael, you're our Elizabeth Hasselback who goes to the internet. I printed this out from the internet. I love it. Don't call me Elizabeth. Well, unlike Elizabeth, we like her. We yeah, like you. her. We, we like Pamela. So, I'm sorry. Okay. Thank you. So it says Raven Simone made the comments Thursday after the show played video of a popular YouTube video making fun of inner city African American names. And the quote is, just to bring it back, can we take back racist and say discriminatory? Because I think that's a better word. I'm very discriminatory against words like the ones they were saying in those names. I'm not about to hire you if your name is Water Melandria. It's just not going to happen. I'm not going to hire you. The quote she said, I'll, 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 go watch it. I'll go watch the actual episode. My guess is, just from seeing her on this show the past few months, it seems that sometimes she likes to give an opinion that is unexpected of her, you know, or they think, oh, because you're the young black girl, you're going to say this, that she tries to do the opposite. So I don't know how much of what she says is actually what she thinks and how much of it is just, I don't know, for press or to get show or anything like that. So I'm thinking that they're expecting her to approve of names, and she was trying to say, I I wouldn't hire. So if you thought I was on your side, I'm not. And I think if that was her plan, it backfired because everyone is just looking at this. And Whoopi even brought up, I read that, that she said, well, it's not up to them for their name. The parents gave the names. And I don't know if she had a response to that. I'm going to have to watch it and see. Um, but someone, another criticism I saw was just like you were saying, um, maybe she forgot that her name is Raven-Simone and that Simone is spelled with a Y instead of an I and that it has an accent and mark over the E that does, that does, uh-huh. and that does not change the pronunciation of the name. It's there clearly for decoration. So the whole, uh-huh. <laughs> whole article I saw was uh-huh. they kept referring her to, they kept referring to her as Raven-Simone with a, with a uh, I, I just forgot what it was called, accent. With an, and they accent. just called her that the whole time. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I don't know. It's I. We'll see. Uh-huh. But I, it's just like, and I don't know. Like, I, it, it goes back to, you know, name your kid whatever you want, you know, and if the name's important to you, then hopefully it's important to them. Um, but I do have uh, a good friend of mine named Marjorie who, you know, I don't know if you could tell from the name. She is a 34-year-old black woman living in Oregon. And her no. mom no. named her named her Marjorie, named her brother uh, Simon, and her sister Samantha. And she said that her mom... Um, was quite honest and told them when they were older, I named you these names because I wanted you to get jobs. I don't know what someone's going to be thinking when they get your resume, and I just wanted you to be secure. And that was, wow. and that we, shouldn't, we shouldn't have to do that. But this is, you know, back in right. the early 80s, so maybe it was different. Right. So uh, right or wrong, right. people are going to make judgments on resumes, but the article also put, it on, put the twist on it and said, what if, you know, you get a, an interview because your name is Patty Smith, and then Patty Smith shows up being, you know, a black woman with dreads, uh, you know, then you're just going to, if you're still prejudiced, you're just going to have to do that face-to-face rather than just quietly putting a resume away. So I think overall we have a lot of work to do in general, but I don't think she helped at all mm. with her statement. You know, it could have she been didn't. more supportive. Yeah. Um, I found out, um, my cousin and I, we had a conversation, not last week, the week before. It was like for three hours we had a conversation about our family and our family's history and stuff. And her name is Salva, and she's named after our Aunt Salva. And I always thought, I said to her, I said, why do we have such black, like, every black person jokes about the fact that we have black names. You know, when people met me, David Michael O'Quinn, they would say my name in class and think, oh, pale skin, red hair, and freckles, and green eyes. And then here's me, like, big black, 
juicy smile with white teeth. And, <laughs> you know, they're like, oh, uh, uh, you're, di- uh, huh, okay, okay. Um, well, it turns out my grandmother, um, she was the youngest of 13 kids. She had a, a woman named Falba, a white woman named Falba, who was really good to her. So when she had her first, her um, second daughter, she named her second daughter Falba. So that's huh. how we got the name. Yeah, it sounds like a, a black name, Falba, but it's actually a white name. So there you go. So I had to kind of <laughs> eat my own words. And then yeah. when um, my aunt was born, or when Falba was born, my aunt and a couple of other aunts said, whoever has the first girl has to name that girl Falba. Well, they weren't in communication with each other that well. So now we have two Falbas, two other Falbas in our family, so who were born around the same, around the same time. So, huh. But, yeah, there's always a meaning behind our, our names, and nobody should ever knock a name. Yeah, it's funny to joke about a name. You know, and even my cousin, when I said, you know, she's like, okay, what's your name going to be? I said, Emily Morgan. She goes, why have to choose that white-ass name? I said, it's because of Aunt Emily, you jerk. She's like, oh, yeah, okay. I'm like, what do you want me to be? Like, Zenobia? Like, what, do you, what did you think I was going to choose for a name? I'm interested. I should put it out there. What did people think I was going to choose for a name? I would love to hear people's responses. Hmm. But, no, Emily, is, it means something, so... Yeah. Um, I will say that I have <laughs> I have an uncle named Roy Lamont. I don't know how that name came to be. I I I didn't ask. Wait, what, but what I'm sure there's a wonderful story. <laughs> what? What is what is the name again? Roy Lamont. So R O one word or two words? Oh word? God. One yeah. word, girl. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, I like yeah. it. Can't wait to hear why. <laughs> And then my mother thought, oh, I love my brother so much. I want to name my son after him. So my my mother, being the wonderful person that she is, named my brother Orlamont Roy. Oh, <laughs> wow. Orlamont. I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. Now, that's a black name. Okay, Orlamont. <laughs> oh, my God, I love it. And I used to say, you know what? Thank you for naming me, David. I appreciate it. Appreciate it, Mom. Big up, pounds. You know? Can you imagine if I was Orlama? Oh, God. Oh, Ooh. I love it. I love it. Ooh. I kind of wish you were. <laughs> oh, my Atlanta. Um, yeah, I don't know. What's, and then we have a couple of people who have combined names in our family. So my god sister, her name is Iris Athia, I don't know, don't ask me, um, she married a guy named Clarence. Well, Clarence is the first name of her brother and her uncle. So she thought, okay, Clarence it is. But then we call her brother by his middle name, Wendell. So he's Clarence Wendell. So what they did was they combined the name. So I have a cousin named Clendell. And that's different. It's, it's like Brangelina. That's not that. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. So, yeah. Um, I I think. Hey, I think I'd be interested to hear some of your names and your families. 
especially Kyle's family from the South. You know they have some jacked-up names from New Orleans. Come on. <laughs> no, but all, I they did... don't even call it New Orleans. They call it Nolens. They, they like, yes. take out so many letters and call it Nolens. So I know that there's some jacked-up names in that family. We don't really have any jacked-up names. We have more, like, nicknames. Oh. Like, I Uh-oh. have some second cousins. Mm-hmm. Well, one of my, one of my cousins, um, her name is Serapia, but we just call her Serapia. I'm sorry? Um, Serapia? Is she black? Oh. She's black. No, no, she's not. <laughs> That's um, a black basic... name. Didn't you think that, Michael? Serapia, I mean, get I, over I, here. I, I, I just heard that word. It's like Grace was in her name, and I felt sorry for her. It's like spelled like Serapia, S-A-R-A-P-H-I-A, but she's sweet. Um, oh, Okay. But no, but in that on that side of the family, there's some. I have some second cousins here, my my mom's cousins, and their real names are like Glenda, Linda, Susie, Susan, whatever. I don't know okay. their real names. I only know them as their nicknames, and they're four girls, and they went by oh, Booty, gee. Tootie, Sissy, and Stinky. Oh. <laughs> So they all came to my mother's funeral last year, and I and I recognize the things they don't know. Which is like, hi, Kyle, remember me? It's Booty. It's like, oh, and this is Stinky, and Sissy's here. So that's a wow. Booty Tootie, and the funny part is, you don't even flinch. You're not laughing. I'm laughing because I'm an outsider, but that's your family. You don't even flinch. You're like, oh, hi, cousin Sissy. Oh, hi, cousin Uh Booty. How are you? You just continue on like normal. Yeah. Oh, my God, that's hilarious. I love it. Yeah. I could not tell you what their real names are. I think there's okay. a Linda in there. I think there's a Glenda. I think that I don't, that's about it. But I know it's Booty Tootie Sissy and Stinky. I'm and waiting for my nickname. I mean, they're in their late, they're in their early 60s now, and they still go by the Right. Names. Oh, of I love that. Of course they do. Of course they do. Yeah. My family has nicknames, too. Um, Falba, who I talked to, her nickname is Kitty. And I found out that it's because one day when she was little, she just decided to call herself Kitty. So everybody calls her Kitty. And then my older um, aunt, her name is Laura, and people call her Boo. I don't know why they call her Boo, but she was the first Boo I ever knew. And um, (laughs) I did a little rhyme there. And then I said to her when I was little, I said, and this is seriously, I'm I'm not even joking. I'm the one that started this. So I said to her, I'm like, because all the adults would call her Boo. None of the kids would call her Boo. They would call her Aunt um, Titi or Auntie. And I said to her, I said, can I call you Boo? And she's like, if you don't call me Boo, you call me Miss Boo. And I said, okay, Miss Boo. So I call her Miss Boo. And everybody calls her Miss Boo now. All the kids. So it's like, I don't know. We have some weird names. And then um, her brother, who was the first oldest son in our family, we call him Uncle Uncle Brother. That's what we call him. I, it's the dumbest thing ever, but that's what we call him. Uncle Brother. I don't know. That sounds a little... Shut up. Mm, I'm not going to say it because you know. But we're, okay. We're Southern. Shut up. <laughs> I think that was the point. <laughs> Uncle Brother. Yep, that's what we call him. Oh, wow. I love that. And the that. thing is, we don't think about it until someone else, like, just like what Kyle did at the funeral. Like, we don't think about right. it. That's just right. their name, you know? Whatever. Shut up. Well, my dad doesn't have a cousin like his real name. Oh, God. Oh, I got to hear this one. 
So what my dad's – my dad does – okay, so remember when we were talking about, like, you know, when people, like, freak out whenever they find out that I go by my middle name? I'm like, well – yeah. What do you expect? Why? Why do you? Why have a middle name if you can't use it to go? You know, to be called it. Right. You know? Like why else? True. Have a name? True. Um. So my dad doesn't have a middle name. Good point. And his okay. name is Rogers. It's R O D G E S. Not Roger. Not Rogers. It's Rogers. I don't know where my grandmother came up with the oh. name because her other son's name was Donald. So it was like a you know. Anyway, <laughs> but my dad. My dad is a is a shorter man. So my brother, sister, mm-hmm. mother, and I are all taller than my dad. Um, mm-hmm. And all his life he's been, like, the shortest one in school and all this other stuff. So I guess he got the nickname Pee-wee because he was little. <laughs> and to, to this day, that's <laughs> what everybody in town knows him. I mean, it's on his chest. Wow. So anytime really? I, anytime I introduce, when he came to visit San Francisco, me in San Francisco and he came to my birthday party and stuff, all my friends call him Mr. Peewee. Oh, <laughs> okay. That must have not been good for your mom, going on a date uh, with a guy named Mr. Peewee. How do you even, like, take him serious? Well, she didn't call oh. him Mr. She just called him Peewee. <laughs> she just called well, him I'm Peewee. Just, how could she even call Like, yeah, so Peewee, take it off. Like, how, how do you just, even go there? I could... It's, you know um, what? It's st- it's still to this day. Everybody, that's what everybody in town knows him as. Huh. But you know what, though, not to not it, to like. And for me, it's no big deal. It's like it's no big deal. Yeah. Right. Like that. I, I mean, I don't call him that because I call him daddy. But it's like obviously, um, obviously, I, everybody. It's just like Pee Wee. It's no big deal. It's just like kind of like it's just his name, his nickname. His but it's name. Like, yeah. People have probably messed up his name. They've called him oh, Roger. Yeah. They call him Ross. Oh. They oh. call him whatever. So he's probably oh, like, everything. They can pronounce Kiwi. I'm going to go for it. Exactly. Yeah. Bless his little heart. Yeah. I love Mr. Peewee. Um, The only only time I ever, like, the only time I think I ever write his real name is when I, like, send Mm -hmm. cards or whatever in the mail. I will send out with his name. Mm. Right. That's good. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just I'm still waiting for my nicknames. I don't I don't have my nickname yet. It's kind of annoying. Um, I want a nickname, damn it. We don't well, in my family we don't really have nicknames. I was I was trying to think of looking around us aren't I mean there I'm Michael, there's David, there's John, there's Megan, there's Abby, there's Beth. But I mean we don't really have creative names, but my cousin Jeremy, he is a senior at Ohio University and his name is spelled J A R A H M E because his mom uh, and wanted his name to stand out, you know, because Jeremy was a common name, but she didn't want the spelling to look okay. So that's as creative as Uh-oh. we get in my family. Um, but my cousin's fiance, his whole family, they decided at some early age they were going to have legal names, and then they were just going to throw them out the window and, and be animals. So they all, I don't oh. understand it, and I take no responsibility for it, but, like, there's an ant turtle, and and there's, and there's a, a uh, I can't remember all the names because I refuse to learn them. But like they don't go by Allison, they go by Zebra. Or I mean, I just don't get it. And so, I mean, they're about to get married in a month, so they're aware of this. So their kids are going to have animal names, and I guess that's how it'll be. Oh my god! But I don't, cl- I don't claim that. That's not me. We'll take Jeremy. I'll, I'll, I'll claim that, but not Aunt Turtle. Nope. And I know when Jeremy was born, your whole family was like, Oh, oh my God, you're so. Scandalous naming that boy like that. Oh, that's Jeremy, but oh, it's spelled so different. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and so everyone always scandalous. Know, just, 
going by, you know, how people are, like a lot of people, most yeah. people assume that he's black when they see his name and then they meet him and yeah. he's pale well, and white. So That's what we do, Raven Simone. I love it. Um, yeah. <laughs> Look how you brought it back. <laughs> Accent on the E, Y, yeah. I. Um, yeah, well, what are you going to do? I don't know. So we're a little over. Sorry. We had a little ze- too zealous of the topics, but... Um, Looking forward to the the coming week. What are you up to, Kyle? Um, it's a pretty busy week. It's good. I've got a couple of friends that are in town. Like um, two are coming in from Chicago, one from and two from Louisiana. So I'm going to be seeing them. I'm going to go see a show on Wednesday. I have a date on Tuesday. It's a busy oh, week. Oh, girl, there you go. There you go, girl. Leading. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so and then we're seeing. Um, I, I was just remembering Michael saying, like, you know, when you would see Joy Behar, but Rosie O'Donnell's doing stand-up. Oh, yes, yes. So I'm going this weekend. And I'm a little hesitant because I'm not really a big fan of hers anymore. And then now this whole mm. thing with her daughter, it's like, oh, God, please just stick mm. to comedy and not not this kind of stuff because that will really, really ruin my night. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, and, yeah, Michael, what are you up to? Oh, oh, oh! I think I don't think Kyle was finished. Yeah, I'm finished. No, he's finished. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, I, I thought I heard him. So, um, nothing too big yeah. this week. Um, next weekend, I think I have a wedding that's out of town. Um, and it's this is I don't know if I told you before, but the invitation came for the wedding, and there was a note attached to the invitation that was typed up that said something to the effect of, "Please remember, this is our wedding that you are attending. Please refrain from wearing jeans, hoodies." Um, bandanas, good things of that good. nature. And so I'm a little nervous because I don't know, like, you shouldn't have to say that in your invitation. That should be a given. But that maybe speaks to their family. I don't know. So I plan on wearing a shirt and tie because that's what I do. But I, I'm excited to see who else is there and what they're wearing. So it should be fun. We'll see. But that's really it. I'm, that's in Indiana. So I've got a five-hour drive there and five-hour back. So that's the highlight Ooh. of my week, I guess. Yeah. Good. I mean, I'm glad they did that. More people should do that because, no, again, that's something that people know. It's like an unspoken thing, but nobody says it. I'm glad they said mm. that. I'm going to do that for my wedding when I get married huh. to Jonathan Scott. I think I'm going to do that. Yeah. Formal it. attire, people. Kyle Ann, and no get, kids. Your, get your heels on. And no kids. No jean skirt. Mm. No kids. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No. I'm sorry. No kids. Sorry, guys. Well, that's exciting, dear. Yeah, what are you up to? Um, I don't think I have anything. I think I'm just working. Um, oh, my new roommate moves in today. He's oh, I oh my god, I completely forgot about that. He um, he came in, and um, my other roommate Adam. It's so funny because my door was closed just because I don't know why. Um, so I heard Adam come in. Whenever Adam comes in, of course, he's like the fabulous gay man, but he stumps up the stairs. Then I hear the door open, and he's like, Ooh! I'm like, oh, my God, what's going on? And I'm like, what is going on out there? What is he doing? I know when Adam comes in. And plus, he's the only person that would come through our front door. So I heard him come in, walk to the back of the house, and he went into his bedroom. Then I heard the front door open again, and I was like, oh, my God, we're being robbed. Oh, my God. Oh, sirens. Oh, sirens wrote. are coming. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. We stayed on for the sirens. 
It's not yeah. a show without sirens. <laughs> nope. So um, I heard the front door open again, and I'm like, oh, my God, Rose made a key. That bitch. Oh, my God. So I swing open the door, and it's the new roommate. He's like, hi. And I go, oh, hi. He's this tall um, Nigerian med student, and he is so nice. His first impression was awesome. He was so nice. So he's moving in today, actually. So I actually have to drive to my landlord, visit him for a little bit. I think the roommate's moving in today, and that's the only exciting thing I got going on this week. Nothing else, really. And I did see the Martian. I forgot to say that. It kind of just... You kind of just put it out there, but I remember earlier in the show, you said something to the fact that you were going to put on your heels, you were going to drive out to your landlord's lake house, and yeah. I made it sound like it was a date. And so I can't wait to hear what? how it goes. There is not a date. That's my landlord. I've known him for, like, since 1999. So well, then it means that you're good. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Everyone keeps trying to set me up with gay men. Oh, you have no idea. Um, I guess no. I guess what Michael really meant to say was that when you were meeting your landlord and put on your heels, he was thinking like, mm, rents due. Girl! <laughs> Rent has already been paid. Your wallet was just stolen, so you have to have other means to pay. Okay. You two need to and, not hang out anymore because you're both turning into hookers where there was only one just, hooker wait, before. Okay. Oh, I just have one other thing, one other thing. If you're wearing your heels, you can point them to Jesus. That's all. That's all. Okay. You're done. Sorry. <laughs> You're done. No one really laughed at that. I thought it would go over better. Oh, well. I, I not, wasn't laughing. I was in shock. My Pamela is turning into <laughs> Kyle Ann. My Pamela is turning into Sue Ellen, actually. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, well. My Lanta. Uh, so now I'm going to have a heart attack. I need to go to the hospital. Um, Jesus. But yeah, nothing exciting. But thank you. Um, thanks again for joining me. And I love this new time slot. I know I mentioned it before, but it's so nice. Now we can finish the rest of our day. And next week, how about we talk about TV shows? Hopefully, everybody's caught up on their shows. Oh, that's right. American Horror Story started. That'll be good. Oh shoot! It did. I didn't watch it. Oh well. We'll catch up. I don't have cable, so that's fine. Oh, well, then just kidding. Well, once the new roommate moves in, we're going to get cable. It was under Rose's name, but uh, I'll catch up. All right. Thank you guys again okay. for joining me. Love you, and cannot wait to talk to you next week. Bye. <laughs> have a great week. Bye, everyone. Feel thirsty for more tea? Then check out our upcoming and archived shows right here on our Blog Talk radio page. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at The Spilled Tea and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Spilled Tea. Thanks for listening to tonight's episode of The Spilled Tea. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 
18 plus.